We'll hand over to the Imam of Masjid Al-Taqwa Newfields and that is Sheikh Ibrahim Flores. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, الذي جعل الموت محلا للاعتبار وموطنا للازدجار ومجازا إلى دار القرار وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له لم يرض لأوليائه الخلود في هذه الدار لكثرة ما فيه من الآلام والأوزار وأشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله المبعوث رحمة للعالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في محكم تنزيله فعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كل نفس ذائقة الموت ثم إلينا ترجعون كل شيء هالك إلا وجهه له الحكم وإليه ترجعون صدق الله العظيم Respected ulama, respected elders, our honorable listeners of Voice of the Cape, our beloved young ones, we greet you with a universal greeting of peace in Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the ni'mah of Islam, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the ni'mah of Iman, wa kafa biha ni'mah. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the countless blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this blessed day of Jumu'ah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has once again gathered us in one of his houses. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the ni'mah of sight and hearing. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for sending us and giving us the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as our guide. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us parents. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, for the bounties and the ni'mah of maut, of death. Imagine each and every one of us had to know when we're going to die. It's a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's kept that secret alone with Him. Jalla wa'ala. Imagine we as an ummah, we as mankind, we knew our time of death, our exact moment when we're going to die. In that is a blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept that the secret by Him alone. Jalla wa'ala. In our community, alhamdulillah, 
For the last week and two, we have seen numerous of our elders passed on. Yes, we are sad. Yes, our eyes were tearing. But as the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, gave the instruction to his beloved family, when his beloved son Ibrahim, the son of Maria Kiptiya, when he died, the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, said, Yes, Al-Ainu Tadma' Our eyes are tearing. Wal-Qulubu Yahzan And our hearts are sad. Wala taqulu illa ma yuridillah But we say only which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not ungrateful. We are not thankless people that say, why is this happening to me? Why is this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing me by taking away my beloved? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the glorious Quran, Kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut, that verily every soul shall taste death. And each week we come to Jummah, we don't know if we're going to see the next Jummah. So we would like to ask each and every one, each and every one of us, we know how to say La ilaha illallah. And we make tawbah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from one Jumu'ah to the next Jumu'ah, kafaratul lima baynahumah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes away our sins. So as we come here today and we sit and we listen to the Jumu'ah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever we've done, from last week to this week, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must forgive us. Let's say together, La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Tubna ila Allah Tubna ila Allah Tubna ila Allah Waraja'na ila Allah Waraja'na ila Allah Waraja'na ila Allah Wanadimna 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 Ala ma fa'alna وَنَزَمْنَا أَنَّا لَا نَعْصِيَ الله أَبَدًا We have just asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that whatever we have done in the past that we make tawbah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. We have just said that we make this qasam that we're not going to from now onwards sin against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with that heart, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam always tells us, also tells us in a hadith, jaddidu imanakum. What we have done now is again, we have renewed our iman. So if we die at this moment, our last words is, la ilaha illallah, dakhala al-jannah. Our last words, 
must be La ilaha illallah, then we will enter paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all, inshallah, that our last words would be La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have in our community that we had Buta Muhammad Salih Haraykliff, better known as Buta Manan, a person was open-hearted, always there for the community. He passed on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him, inshallah, a long life, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him the everlasting bliss of happiness in Jannah, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him and all the other deceased, inshallah, nur in the qubur. We know Buddha Nur Jacobs. All of us know in this masjid, including the people of Voice of the Cape, the engineers, when they come here, we always had a braai for them, snook braai. That was the person that had made the snook always for them. He passed on. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him Jannatul Firdausil A'la. We are busy reciting a khatam on him, inshallah, and all the other deceased. Also, a very good friend of mine, Sheikh Fuad Hendricks and Imam Toya Hendricks, their mother passed away. Sayyidina Fatima Hendricks. And the amount of people and ulama that was there at the janazah showed that what type of people these were. The, the manan's janazah was packed, this masjid was packed. But the Nuwa's janazah, there was not parking in the area. It shows the person that, that died on that day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that they be placed in the highest place in Jannah, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala place sabr in the hearts of their families. But with the khutbah today, these, all of these janazas, all of these lessons that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granting us, when we make the salatul janazah, the imam would say, when they made the iqamah, fa'atabiru ya ulil absar. Take note, oh those of you that can see. Sometimes we have eyes, but we can't see. Sometimes we have eyes, but we can't see. So that is the dua when we stand here in front of the, the mayit, the body of the deceased, and we say, Fa'tabiru ya ulil absar. Take a note, those of you that are here that are present, take a note of this that want this mayit is laying here. One of these days we are going to lay this exactly the same place. Other people is going to make salah upon us. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the glad tiding, Kullu nafsin maut. Don't think that, that that is the end. As believers, we believe that that is only the beginning. That is only the beginning of the end that we have in this world. But our everlasting life is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The poet, he says, concerning death, Ya man lahu fi batnil ardi hufra. أَتَأْنُسُ بِالدُّنْيَا وَأَنْتَ غَرِيبٌ وَمَا الدَّارُ إِلَّا كَرَّ يَوْمٍ وَلَيْلَةٌ وَمَا الْمَوْتُ إِلَّا نَازِلٌ وَقَرِيبٌ Oh, you a person who have everything in this world, who have so many houses, who have so many cars, who have so many family members, but to you belongs only a hole in this earth. To you belong only a hufra, a hole in this earth. Ata'nisu. Do you take this world as a companion? And you are a stranger? 
Do you take this world as a companion and your positions in this world as companions? And you know, and I know, that you are only a stranger passing by? So what is every day? It's just the night and the day that will pass, he says. And what is death? Death is only a thing that is coming close to you. Death is only something that is coming close to you. So death himself, he says, in a hadith of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ad-Daylami, he says that the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, that death is coming to you twice a day. Every house on this earth, death is visiting them twice a day. And when death comes, he seeks out the inhabitants of this house. And he says to the occupants of this house, I'm coming, and when your time is up, I'm taking your ruh. If there's any person in that house, that ruh he must take, he will take that ruh without any disturbance and interference. And that people of the house, the occupants of the house will cry and they will be sad. And Mot will tell them, Lima tabkoon, walima tajzaroon, why are you crying and why are you sad? I'm not coming here out of my own desire. I'm coming because I'm seen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'm not going to cut your risk. I'm not coming here to destroy and to take away your risk. I'm coming because I was sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take your ruh. And I will come every day until each and every one of you disappears on this earth. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a long umr. Khair and barakah insha'Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us in the Quran, أَيْنَمَا تَكُونُوا يُدَرِكُمُ الْمَوْتُ وَلَوْ كُنْتُمْ فِي بُرُوجٍ مُشَيَّدًا أَيْنَمَا تَكُونُوا Wherever you are, even if you are in the loftiest towers, in the loftiest towers, وَلَوْ كُنْتُمْ فِي بُرُوجٍ مُشَيَّدًا Mote will get you. Death will meet up with you. And you will meet up with death. Another poem, it says, وَلَوْ أَنَّ إِذَا مِتْنَا تُرِكْنَا لَكَانَ مَوْتَ رَاحَةً كُلِّ حَيْنْ If we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has just created us in vain, and He would leave us alone and live on this earth, and then die, and we're not going to be answerable, that death would be very, very easy for us. We don't have any worry for the year after. So the poem the poet goes further and he says, وَلَكِنْ إِذَا مِتْنَا بُعِثْنَا But we are going to die and we are going to be resurrected. وَنُسْأَلُ بَعْدَ وَنُسْأَلُ بَعْدَهُ عَنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ And we are going to be asked of everything that we have done in this earth. Whatever we have done in this earth, we are going to be answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this mawt, الْمَوْتُ بَابٌ كُلُّ النَّاسِ دَاخِلُهُ this death is a door which everyone must enter. And what is your feeling after death? Where am I going? What is my abode? Is it Jannah or is it the Jahannam's fire? May Allah protect us from the Jahannam's fire. 
Last night I was reading one of the messages that went around. It was saying, Oh beloved mother, what will you do? What will you do if there's a fire in your house? What will you do if there's a fire in your house? And the mother would answer, I will wake up all my children, get them out of the house. I will get them out of the house. So that they can stand up and wake up even at what time of the, in the morning. So Fajr came. Fajr came. Mommy, did you wake them up? You woke them up for the fire of this dunya. Are you going to wake them up for Fajr in the morning for the Akhirah's fire that we're going to have there? Or again, you're going to let them sleep in peace and not worry about the fire of Jahannam. May Allah protect us. We are not here to tell you about the fire of Jahannam that we're going to burn. No, we're going, giving you good tidings, glad tidings that every one of us is going to die and we have to die in order to get to Jannah. So we have to die. So now the poems, the poet says, Addaru Jannah, a Jannatul Khuldi, in Amirta Bima, Yurdillah. If you have worked for this Jannah in this dunya, whatever pleased Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will get the Jannah. Wa in Khalaf Khalafta, Fannaru. And if you've done the opposite, then the Jahannam's fire is for you. May Allah protect us once again. Uma mahallan. There's only two things. There's only two things. Malin nasi ghayruhuma. There's nothing else for people, nothing else for mankind except Jannah or Jahannam. Fal yandur ni nafsika ayyudaru takhtaru. So look for yourself in this dunya which of the two you are choosing. Are you choosing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy? Then you work towards the Jannah. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's orders is there, you work towards the Jannah. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us the Jannah. If we don't obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's orders, فَالنَّارُ مَوْعِدُ May Allah protect us. Then the Jahannam's fire is your abode. قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ Who is the person that is Al-Kayyis? Al-Kayyisu man dana nafsahu wa amila ni ma ba'da al-mawt. A person that is clever. He's astute. He knows what he wants in life. He will go out there and he will work. Yes, to sit in the masjid is ibadah. But what is the best? The best is to go out there and work and make the effort. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have made us all the same. The same brains, the same aptitude, everything the same Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have given us all. And then we don't have to work because a clever person, he is a person that only goes over things and he knows it. And he goes out and work and he touches something and it turns to gold. Another person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created him, but he doesn't have the intellect. He does not become Hafidul Quran. He doesn't become one of the greatest ulama on this earth. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to look at his effort. What did you do in order just to improve yourself? 
What did you do? Because you know you're going to end up in the qabr. What did you do? Because you know when daddy and mommy is laying there, do you know what to do? Do you know what to do if they lay there? And they would say the last words, La ilaha illallah. You're waiting for them to die. Al-Muhtadir. You're waiting for them to die. Do you know what to do? Simple things, seven things that you must know that you do. When that person is laying to die, a person that has haid and nifas, and a person that is junub, don't let him enter the room. Why not? Because al-haid wa nufasa wa al-junub yu'adhi al-maut, al-malaika. Because that person, the malaika, don't come into that room and you want the malaika to come in that room. So that person that has got his haid and his nifas, childbirth, blood, is considered unclean in the sharia. So don't let them enter because the malaika are afflicted by that. Malaika is pure beings. They don't like dirt. Malaika does not like dirt because they are pure beings. It's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tayyib, la yaqbalu illa tayyiba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good and pure. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only accepts that which is good and pure. So that's the first thing. Don't let that person into the room. Person is laying to die. Second thing. Don't let into the room a person that that person that is going to die, he dislikes. Because he might just utter something or disturb him. Or he might just... Be overwhelmed with this person that he hates and he dislikes in his company. Don't let that person into the room. The person will now come after him, but he manages to say last night, "Amli teitchat." Don't let that person into the room, because we want that person that's laying there to say these last words must be "La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam." Third thing, how will he ilal qibla? Turn the person in the direction of the qibla. Turn the bed in the direction of the qibla. We have seen so much incidents in this community. The person was sitting, Buya was sitting in his stool. Rech op. Hulle was te bang om aan Buya te vat. Buya het maar ninga, hulle het die kubees net so oor Buya gegooi. They have thrown the blanket just so over Buya. Buya that has given them everything in this world. Buya had gesit in die stoel en maningal, toch hoi lirik obees oor Buya. Subhanallah. Hou wil hoi lal kibala. Ou mens gesê, leef om uit. So is uitgele, ja, ons wacht nou. Ons kan sien die signs. The signs of death. We can see the nose go up. Voel die voete wat eerste koud. These are things that the signs of death that we look for. Voel as die voete koud, because die roog kon uitbring nies. The ruh will come out by the nose. The fourth thing that we must do. لَقِّنْهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Tell our person, the person that is going to die, tell him to say, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And if he says, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Don't ask him again to say, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Don't disturb him. He has said, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Don't put pressure on him to say again, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ once is enough with that is his last words, Dakhal al-Jannah. 
We have seen too much people sitting by the, by the bedside saying, say la ilaha illallah, la ilaha. And the person says la ilaha illallah, but he insists he must say again. No, the right way is to keep that person as calm as possible. Alhamdulillah, we have seen Butanwa. A smile on his face, Alhamdulillah. Laying there, a smile on his face. Radiallahu anhum wa radu'an. He was pleased with Allah and Allah was pleased with him. Because he was a person that always to this community, I'd say, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each and every one of us, our families, inshallah, that the passed away a high place in Jannah, those that are still living, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them, inshallah, a long life. The fifth thing, close that person's eyes when he dies, because this ruh will follow the eyes, will follow the ruh as it goes. And if you don't close that eyes, you will struggle to get that eyes closed afterwards. This eyes are following the ruh when it goes out. So, close his eyes, close the mate's eyes. The sixth thing, Read to the person that is about to die. Read to him Surah Yasin. Because this Surah Yasin, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says, this is a means of expiation of his sins. His sins are going to be removed one by one, the small sins, by reading Surah Yasin to him. Read upon them Surah Yasin. And the last thing, the seventh thing is, La yudkaru anhu illa kalimatan tayyiba. Don't sit in the room and speak about the rugby, and speak about this, and speak about that. Speak what is good only. Speak about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Jannah. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granting this person that is laying there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granting you. Oh my father, oh my beloved mother, oh my sister, oh my dearest one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is granting you the sickness and is removing all the sins that is with you. Therefore the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when we have somebody that is laying and about to die. Let us look at the 10 things, because we have 5 minutes left. 10 things, Ibrahim ibn Adham, Marra Ibrahim ibn Adham bisuq al-Basra. Ibrahim ibn Adham, he was one of the pious people of the, of the past. He was walking through the suq, through the, one of the marketplaces in Basra. And people were gathering around him. And they said to him, Ya Aba Ishaq, ma lana nad'u'llah wa la yustajab lana. What is it with us that we, we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but our du'as are not accepted. So Ibrahim ibn Adam, he says, falam You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you don't give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights. The first right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That is one of Allah subhanahu the first right. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has upon us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like any person. In fact, He does not forgive any person that commits shirk and dies upon it. Person that commits shirk and he still makes tawbah, fine. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to forgive. But the person that dies on shirk, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself says, Inna Allah la yaghfiru ay yushraka bihi, wa yaghfiru ma duna thalika liman yasha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive a person that commits shirk, but any other sin Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive. So you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but you don't give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's right. Therefore your du'as is not answered. Therefore your hearts are dead. زَعَمْتُمْ أَنَّكُمْ تُحِبُّونَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَتَرَكْتُمْ سُنَّتَهُ You say, yeah, you love the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but you leave his sunnah. You love the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but you leave his sunnah. Therefore, you can make the du'as as much as you want. Your hearts will still be dead. The third thing that he says, you read the Qur'an, you read the Qur'an, but you don't implement whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Therefore, you can make dua as much as you want. Your hearts will still be dead. The fourth thing, you eat every day, you eat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's bounties and blessings, but you don't make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, your du'as is not answered, and your hearts is still dead. The fifth thing, you say that shaitan is your enemy, you say that this shaitan is your enemy, but you don't do contrary to what shaitan is telling you. The adhan will go off and you will still go on with your business. The adhan will go off, you will still go on with your shop, will still be open. Go on. Forgetting that here is jamaat. Come to the salah, come to success. Come to the salah, come to success. No, my success is better. My success lies in that money that I make. My ilah becomes that money that I make. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us that this heart will still be dead. If we don't, we can make as much dua as we want to, but this heart must become alive with the glorious Quran. The sixth thing, kultum innal jannah You say that this jannah is the truth, walam ta'maluha. You say this jannah is yes, we believe in the jannah, but you don't work for it. The seventh thing is kultum innal narahak that this jahannam's fire is the truth, walam tahrabu minha, but you don't run away from it. You say, they just, Jahannam's fire is the truth. We're going to burn if we don't listen to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's orders. But we don't run away from it. We run towards the Jahannam. May Allah protect us. Ishtagaltum bi'uyubin nas. Yes, the eighth thing. You keep yourself busy with the bad things and the traits of others. You talk about others, the weaknesses of others. And you forget your own faults. Busy with others' faults, but you forget your own faults. That's why the heart is still dead, and we can make dua as much as we want. That dua will not be accepted. You say, yes, mot is the truth. We know we're going to die. We know we're going to die. But we don't prepare ourselves for this death. And the last one, and we bury our dead every day. But we don't take a lesson from that. Ten things that our du'as is not answered and our hearts are dead.
Seven things that we must do when that person is laying about to die. And we know I've, in the past, read this poem, and I made about 30 copies of it as well again, to give it out to people, just as a reminder, as a reminder that this is Operation Death. This is a tale of an average man who acts contrary to Allah's plan. If you are reflected year in, then repent and commit no sin. It was early in the morning at four when death knocked upon a bedroom door. Who is there? The sleepy one cried. I'm Israel. Let me inside. And it's moat coming. At once the man began to shiver. As one sweating in deadly fever, he shouted to his sleeping wife, Don't let him take away my life. Please go away, O angel of death. Leave me alone. I'm not ready yet. My family on me depend. Give me a chance. Oh, please, perpend. The angel looked and he knocked again and again. Friend, I'll take your life without a pain. It's your soul that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala required. I come not with my own desire. Bewildered, the man began to cry. Oh, angel, I'm so afraid to die. I'll give you gold and be your slave. Don't send me to that unlit grave. Let me in, oh, friend, the angel said. Open the door. Get up from your bed. If you do not allow me in, I will walk through like a jinn. The man held the gun in his right hand, ready to defy the angel's stand. I'll point my gun towards your head. You dare come in, I'll shoot you dead. By now the angel was already in the room, saying, Oh friend, prepare for your doom. Foolish man, angels never die. Put down your gun and don't be shy. Why are you afraid? Tell me, oh man, to die according to Allah's plan. Come smile at me. And being, do not grim, be happy to return to him. O oh, angel, I bow my head in shame. Now he's making a'tiraf. He's saying to this angel, this is what I'm going, I have done in the past. I had no time to take Allah's name. From morn till dusk, I made my wealth, not even caring for my health. Allah's commands, I never obeyed. Nor five times a day I ever prayed. A Ramadan came and a Ramadan went. But no time had I to repent. The Hajj was already fart on me, but I would not part with my money. All charities I did ignore, taking usually more and more. Sometimes I sipped my favorite wine with flirting woman I sat to dine. Oh angel, I appeal to you, spare my life for a year or two. The laws of the Quran I will obey. I'll begin Salah this very day. My fast and my Hajj I will complete and keep away from self-conceit. I will refrain from usury, from riba. I will refrain from usury and give all my wealth to charity. Wine and wenches I will detest. Allah's oneness I will attest. We angels do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands. We cannot go against His commands. Death is ordained for everyone. Father, mother, daughter and son. I'm afraid this moment is your last. Now be reminded of your past. I do understand your fears, but now it's too late for tears. You lived in this world to score more and more. Never did your people adore. Your parents, you did not, ob you did not obey. Hungry beggars, you turned away. Your two ill-forgotten female offspring in nightclubs for livelihood they sing. Instead of making your children Muslim, you made your children non-Muslim. You ignore the Mu'addin's adhan, nor did you read the glorious Qur'an. 
breaking promises all your life, backbiting friends and causing strife. From hoarded goods, great profits you made, and your poor workers, your poor workers you underpaid. Horses and cards were your leisure, money making was your pleasure. You ate vitamins and grew more fat. With the very sick you never sat, a pint of blood you never gave, which could a little baby save. Oh human, you have done enough wrong. You bought good properties for a song. When the farmers appealed to you, you did not even have mercy, it's true. Paradise for you, I cannot tell. Undoubtedly, you will dwell in hell. There's no time for you to repent. I'll take your soul for which I'm sinned. The end, however, is very sad. Eventually, the man became mad. With a cry, he jumped out of bed and suddenly fell down dead. So, oh reader, oh listener, take a moral from here. Never know your end may be near. Change your life and make amends. For heaven on your deeds depends. So inshallah we have 30 copies, Yahya. Give it to the brothers in the front rows. They can make copies inshallah and distribute it. Paste it on your wall. Be reminded that every day this death is coming. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those inshallah that will take heed. We don't have any time to waste. Death is on our doorsteps. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us and our families, inshallah, easy death. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the highest place in Jannah, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unites us, unites us with, with our families in Jannah, inshallah. Those of our families that have passed on, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them in the qabr, nur, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant our mothers and fathers still with us a long life, inshallah, with khair and barakah, inshallah. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين